0: Welcome to the Engaging Missions Show, where we discover God's glory in what He's doing around the world. Each week, we hear from missionaries, ministry leaders, church planters, and disciple-makers as they share about God's work in their lives and ministries. Welcome to the Engaging Missions Show. I'm really excited that you're here. This is a very special episode for me, because we're going to hear from several of our former guests all in one episode. For those of you that have been following the show for a while, you'll know that— My first episode, my first interview was Alan Smith over a year ago, and it's been quite some time since we've heard from him and several of our guests since then. So I wanted to take this time to hear from several of them, hear the things that have changed in their ministry, maybe some upcoming opportunities, maybe some prayer targets, maybe some challenges, maybe some wins and victories. So I think you're going to enjoy this one. I think it's going to be something that's valuable and maybe an opportunity to connect with somebody that you haven't heard from before or you haven't heard from in a while. The show notes for today's episode will be at engagingmissions.com slash from the field or slash 63, as in episode 63. So if you want to connect with a missionary or ministry leader that you've heard from today, maybe you want to check out a resource or something that they shared, that'll be where you find it, so it's all right there for you. You don't have to write anything down while you're driving to work or working out or anything like that. And then I'm sure that you'll also want to stop by next week, where we'll have one of our more standard interviews with just a single missionary. And with that, we're going to go ahead and get right into it.
1: Hi. This is Curtis Sargent with MediCamp, coming to you from the field for this special edition of the Engaging Missions show. Today I'd like to share with you about an upcoming nationwide project right here in the USA. It will be called Zoomay. Zoomay will attempt to train 75,000 small groups to establish simple churches. The goal is for those who are trained to start at least 150,000 simple churches. This is just the first round. Subsequently, the intention is to roll the project out in other countries around the world. I'm really excited about this. If what I've shared connects with you, I'd love it if you could pray for the preparation for Zoomay. If you're interested or would like to learn more, just email me at curtis.sergeant
2: Hello, this is Autumn Kerr from Visiting Orphans coming to you from the field for the special edition of the Engaging Missions Show. Uh, today I just wanted to tell you about some cool new things that are going on with our ministry. Uh, we have some extended trip options now for our team members who can go um, and stay a little bit longer than the standard one or two week trips. So that's been really exciting. We've gotten quite a few signups for those. Uh, so that's new for 2015 and we are celebrating our 10 year anniversary as an organization this year. Um, In July So we're really excited about that Um, If you haven't heard of Visiting Orphans Or you just haven't been on a trip with us in a while We invite you to come check us out At visitingorphans.org
3: Hello Brian, this is Bruce Koval, Calling and letting you know How things are going I'm in my office in Smyrna, Tennessee As the missions pastor I've continued to plan trips And speak with the missionaries And I'm excited about what I continue to see the Lord doing Since we last spoke I've been to Honduras met with a number of missionaries down there. And one of the exciting things I'm seeing is uh, families that are going on the mission field. Uh, doctors and teachers, different folks in different professions, taking their whole family down. I just met a doctor who had been to Honduras a number of times and with his family. <clears throat> and he felt led to go down and spend at least a year in the mission field at a hospital there he spoke with his teenage daughters first and they both said we should go and so as the whole family has moved to Honduras and are ministering down there their 12 year old son was still struggling a little because he left his friends and his sports teams and I was really blessed when his older teenage sister who was 16 said to him the reason you're not happy is because you haven't found your ministry yet And I thought that was a wonderful insight. It's great when we find our ministries before we go out on the mission field. We just continue them where we're at when we do that. But it's a wonderful thing to see God moving in families on the mission field. I pray that more will go and the churches will do more to help equip those who go on the mission field through biblical teaching, uh, through emotional support and financial support, all that's needed to be a success on the mission field so it's my pleasure to be able to share this with you continue the good work Brian people need to hear what's going on and people to me need to be encouraged to go on the mission field themselves as they love the Lord as they are prepared to um, go as a servant and to lay down their life and pick up the cross of Jesus you find that the cross fits like the yoke it's easy The cross fits, and the burden is light, because Christ is the one who bears it all. So bless you, my brother. Thank you.
0: The Engaging Missions show will be back next week. The question is, will you? If you want to make sure that you don't miss it, you'll want to subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. You can do that by visiting engagingmissions.com slash subscribe. Make sure you don't miss out. Have the show delivered right to your computer or mobile device. Stop by engagingmissions.com slash subscribe today.
4: Hi, Steve Addison here from movements.net. My wife, Michelle, and I are based here in the UK, and uh, we're involved in a ministry called Move. We uh, train people for multiplying disciples and churches everywhere. And uh, I was just reflecting in a training recently how nervous uh, people are about sharing their faith. In some ways, they're more nervous than the people we meet when we go out and share. And true in Australia where we're from and true here in the UK. And uh, one of my uh, sayings now is the reason why so few people are coming to know Christ in, in the secular West is because no one's sharing with them. Uh, I experienced this recently. I had a, um, a tradesman in our home doing some work, and I just felt a prompting to just ask him, um, hey, is there anything I can pray for you? And I was too embarrassed. I was thinking, this is going to sound weird. He, he's busy guy. You know, he's got to get the job done. Uh, you know, I gave him a cup of coffee, but I, I didn't stop and ask him, is there anything, you know, if God could do a miracle in your life, what would it be and could I, could I pray for you? Well, the next day um, we were just uh, texting back and forth about some details of the job and he just mentioned, you know, I'm under a lot of pressure at the moment. My wife's just been diagnosed with cancer and we're going to the hospital tomorrow to find out the results. And, uh, it just hit me. Here's a guy that I thought was together, busy. He's not going to want someone to pray for him. Um, and I missed that opportunity. Well, we discovered just a short time later that he'd left some of his tools behind at our home. And so I sent him another text and said, why don't you, you come over and, um, pick him up? And he came and, uh, we just had, I just had a chance to say, look, I'm really concerned for you and your wife. Is it, could I could I pray for you? And there at the door we just uh prayed together and and a doorway was opened into his heart. Um and so often we're we're missing opportunities just to stop to pray for someone and then just ask him a simple question like Hey, right now in your life, are you are you near or far from God? And would you like to be nearer? Would you like to know how you could be near to God? Could I share you the story of how I was far from God and came near to Him? Or could we read the Bible and, and just together and just look at some stories of people who were far from God and came near to Him? And it's just a reminder that if, uh, if we'll do the de- basics, if we'll take a risk, that God will honor it.
5: Hello, Engaging Mission listeners. I am Bo Burnham with the For All Mankind movement. I am currently serving the Lord in the Middle East. I want to share with you today about something uh, for you to be mindful of and that you can be in prayer for. Starting around June 18th, the month of Ramadan will begin. Ramadan is the holy month for Muslims. For 30 days, Muslims will fast from sunup to sundown. It is a time for Muslims to seek Allah. Many, many times during the month of Ramadan, Muslims have seen visions or had dreams about Jesus. Some uh, have even had dreams where they saw someone's face and they were told in the dream to go to this person because they would tell them uh, the way to God. Be in prayer for the month of Ramadan. Put June 18th, the start of Ramadan, on your calendars. Pray for dreams and visions, and be ready to give an account for the hope that is within you when somebody comes to you saying they saw you in a dream. Thank you, and God bless.
6: Hey, Brian, I'm glad you're prodding mission workers for more action. You know, uh, mentoring workers recently, uh, a need keeps cropping up to delegate uh, serious responsibilities to more trainers. Now, I keep hearing that over and over. Most manuals dealing with this are way too detailed. It's more practical simply to look at how Jesus and Paul mobilized new trainers and imitate that. You know, my latest project is to help workers use scripted Bible stories to relive pivotal Bible events That's to engage learners in obeying Jesus' commands. Anyone can download it from JustObeyJesus.com That's JustObeyJesus.com Click Resources and click Bible Stories and choose the first item. That's JustObeyJesus.com Resources and Bible Stories. First item. Brian, I really appreciate your helping us get the message out. God bless you. Bye. Hi, this is Darius Walker with
7: beafullyfundedmissionary.com, coming to you from the field for this special edition of the Engaging Mission show. Today I'd like to share with you about how people and churches are indeed giving generously to support missionaries. And what I do at beafullyfundedmissionary.com is really a side gig for me. But I just heard from one of my students. He's raised a little over $7,000 from one church over the last few months. That's a lot of money that they joyfully gave, and it's going to make a huge difference. Too many missionaries fear raising support, even avoid a call to missions because of that. But I know that there are people willing to go, and there are people in churches joyfully willing to give, and that's hugely encouraging. If you know a missionary who needs to diversify their missionary support, I do have something just for you. Just for Engaging Missions listeners, I have a special offer. The first 20 listeners can get the full course for $10 off for themselves or for a friend just by entering the promo code ENGAGE when you check out. Promo code ENGAGE for $10 off for the first 20. Again, this is Darius from BeAFullyFundedMissionary.com. Funded Missionary.com. Take care. Peace out.
0: Let's talk about how you can share your thoughts and questions with me and the rest of our community. Whether you have a comment, request, or suggestion, I'd love to hear from you. Of course, you can always leave your thoughts in the comments section of the show notes page, or if you have something else that you'd like to share a little bit more privately, you can send that to me at feedback at engagingmissions.com. Again, visit the show notes page or send an email to feedback at engagingmissions.com.
2: Hi, this is Jordan Boom with the Cornerstone Foundation coming to you from the field of Honduras for this special edition of the Engaging Mission show. Today I'd like to share a brief ministry update. Last time I shared with you was a couple weeks before I left for Honduras. When I arrived to Honduras, I wasn't 100% sure of what I would be doing. Now I have been serving in Honduras for eight months and staying very busy. Part of my ministry includes helping part time as a teacher's aide and tutor at the school. My main ministry involves the photo video, and general media communications of the Cornerstone Foundation. I spend a lot of time working on media projects around the hospital, children's home, and the school. I've helped implement social media, so you can find us by searching for the Cornerstone Foundation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. I initially made a one-year commitment and recently made a 2016 commitment to serve here. You can get involved by praying for our organization and following us on social media.
8: Hi, this is Brent Basler with Youth with a Mission Nashville, coming to you from the field for this special edition of the Engaging Missions show. Today I'd like to share with you about our 5K run, Discipleship Training School, and Nepali Relief. When I shared with Engaging Missions last April 2014, we are gearing up for a 5K run to support the ministry. The run went well, with 13 businesses as sponsors, and we'll have our second 5K on October 10th. Also, last April, we were planning our Fall Discipleship Training School, which is three months of learning from international missionaries at our campus in Adams, Tennessee, and three months of outreach. Last fall, we had nine students who served in India. The upcoming school begins on September 27th and ends on March 26th. Topics include Character of God, Relationships with God and Others, The Power of Forgiveness, Developing Your Christian Character, Bible study, prayer, and spiritual warfare, learning God's will for your life, sharing your faith, and many more. The group who served in India was not far from Nepal, so we've been helping coordinate relief efforts through our website, and any contributions are urgently needed. If you'd like to learn more about any of these opportunities, check out our website today at ywamnashville.org. That's ywamnashville.org. Thanks for your part in engaging missions.
9: This is Alan Smith with Coffee Cup Ministries, and wow, so much has been going on since our initial interview. Coming up on our schedule, just to let you know, we will be going to Israel in February of 2016 with a group of about 21 folks. Looking forward to that. We also have a ministry opportunity that we're seeking in the Williamston area of Kentucky and the Appalachian Mountain area to try to help the impoverished and poor children of that community. So we'll be taking a couple of trips up there in the next year to see how we can get involved with the pastors and the ministries of that area to minister their people there. And also, we're taking a team of 23 to the East Tennessee Appalachian Mountain area uh, May 30th through June the 5th to minister to the folks in that area through feeding and ministry and teaching and also some light construction work there. If you're interested in contacting us, you can reach us at CoffeeCupMinistries at gmail.com, on Facebook at CoffeeCupMinistries, or go to our website at CoffeeCupMinistries.org. If any of these opportunities excite you and you'd like to be involved through prayer or contributions, reach out to us on one of those contacts, and we'd love to have your support. God bless you, and have a great day.
0: We're going to take just a quick moment to hear from next week's guest.
10: As you may know, last year, things changed dramatically in Ukraine, and as a result of some of the unrest and concern, our mission um, asked us to leave for a few weeks back uh, last spring, and that was right after we had done volunteer training uh, for the volunteers that were planning to work at our pregnancy care center. We already had a building that we had uh, gotten ready, and we we were just getting ready to finally actually open the center and um, when we left we didn't know if we were going to be able to come back and if our if my ministry in ukraine was coming to an end and at that point i really struggled with um, trying to understand why is this happening right now why would god bless or seemingly bless the startup of this ministry in so many ways and then just suddenly bring it to a complete halt and I rem- that first morning when I was um, sitting in the Homeless and Teammates in Slovakia after we had to leave, I just in my Bible reading happened to be in Psalm 34, and that first verse really hit me. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. And it just hit me. That, am I willing to praise God today when I really don't like what's happening, and I don't understand what's happening, and I just want to scream and protest (laughs) and the Lord really worked on my heart to be willing to thank him and trust him even when the situation doesn't make sense to me and to hold my plans lightly, realizing that it's his work and not mine and if it's his will to completely close it today or tomorrow that he has a purpose in that as well.
0: So that's just a little teaser of what we're going to hear next week as Holly Friesen shares what's going on with the ministry in Ukraine. I'm sure you're going to want to stop by and hear from her. And with that, we're going to get back to our updates from the field.
11: Hello, this is Donna King from the Sweet Refuge in Banos, Ecuador. We're celebrating with the angels for the 32 students and two teachers coming to faith in Jesus Christ. This happened through a kickoff with the Operation Christmas Child Christmas boxes and a 12-week course of the Grand Adventure from Samaritan Spurs. This place is high in the up, up, in, up into the Andes, 15,000 feet, through mountain rivers and over narrow, muddy switchbacks, and it was worth every turn. If you want to know more about us. You can order a book by my my husband, Dr. Wesley King, called My Name Is, on Amazon or through Abba Father Ministries, or Abba Father Media, excuse me. For more information, also you can look at our website, thesweetrefuge.com. We praise the Lord for His mighty works.
0: Do you know a ministry leader, church planter, or a missionary who you believe would be a great guest for our show? Why not let me know about them? I rely on you and my former guests to help me find missionaries and ministers who are rock solid in what they do and how they approach ministry. I'm not necessarily looking for the proverbial rock star. Many of my guests have done things that might seem amazing, and others are heroes of the faith simply because of their faithful obedience. But all of them have one thing in common. Jesus is the absolute center of what they do and why they do it. If you know somebody who fits the bill, let me know. Send an email to feedback at engagingmissions.com and let me know who they are and how I can reach out to them. And be sure to let them know that I'll be reaching out to them as well. Again, that's feedback at engagingmissions.com. Thanks for listening to The Engaging Missions Show. You can find more great content like this, along with show notes, by visiting EngagingMissions.com or by subscribing to the show in iTunes or Stitcher. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us an honest rating and review in iTunes by visiting EngagingMissions.com. itunes Your feedback could be what helps another person connect with what God is doing around the world.